Hello and welcome to our question and answer fun chat with the man, Alex Spetsky, founder of Amber. This is particularly exciting because this is our first syndicate and Amber is our first deal. And this is our first chat. How are you? This is, man, this is fantastic. Like thank you for having me on, man. And thank you for uh, being, you know, th this is likewise, not only your first syndicate, but also my first uh, relationship with a syndicate. Everything I've done in the past has been raising either through funds or angels. And it's been a, it's been an interesting experience to sort of like learn how that actually works and functions in the background, man. So it's really cool. All right, sweet. And um, where are you right now? I'm in Costa Rica. So down here, I was catching up with a couple of Bitcoiners. So some names that people might know, Gigi, Francis, um, Pablo. Uh, and I should be, if Jack Dorsey gets back from um, Europe next week, I should be catching up with him before I head back to the US. So exciting times. So you're bored out there. Not much going on. Okay. Totally bored, man. Got nothing better to do except talk to you. All right. And I'm glad about that. So let's dig into it. Now, the syndicate, everyone has my memo and details. Uh, everyone has the deck. But just kind of off the cuff, like, can you talk about Amber? Like, what is it? Why did you start the company? What problem are you solving? What's the mission? Just in your own words. Let's do it. So the, the original incarnation of the product was I wanted to create a way for people to accumulate Bitcoin on autopilot without having to think about it too much because everyone's got better things to do than sit there on the computer, you know, trading shit coins and, you know, like losing their mind. Like people have more productive things that they can do with their lives. And, and I come at that from a, from a place of experience, which is for since 2007, I was screwing around on the stock market. I made a bunch of money, lost everything, you know, buried myself in debt, built it back up again, you know, made a bunch of money out of gold and silver, and then, you know, lost it shorting the markets and all this sort of crap. And I think I wasted 10 years trying to outsmart the markets when all I should have done was put 10 bucks a week away on Amazon, for example, and I would have been a millionaire, but I made a moron out of myself for years. And basically all of the good work that I did building businesses as an entrepreneur, I basically burnt on screwing around gambling like a degenerate. So, you know, when I discovered Bitcoin in 2016 or rediscovered, cause I, you know, erroneously thought it was just another Ponzi scheme in 2012. Um, I remember Max Kaiser jumping up and down on a couch and I'm like, what crack is Max Kaiser on now? You know, so I just stuck with my gold and silver. So, you know, in 2016, you know, I'd started going down the rabbit hole in 2017. I was like all into it. And I was running around telling everyone, buy, you know, you need to buy Bitcoin, you need to buy Bitcoin. And people would look at me like, what's this crackhead on? And the, the questions I would generally get was, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know how much. You know, and then inevitably they end up trading shit coins and they get burnt and, you know, you know, on the wrong side of a pump and dump or whatever the case was, it was always a mess. So I thought there's got to be a better way to do this. And the inspiration was originally, you know, a product like Acorns. You know, we wanted to do rounding up your spare change into Bitcoin so you can sort of accumulate 
while you spend. And, and that proved to be a bit of a clusterfuck because in Australia, there's no open banking and, you know, you have to like really track everyone's uh, um, transactions and people were already a little bit weird about Bitcoin and then, you know, giving access to the bank account was strange. So we kind of like threw all that out and we just said, all right, let's just go with the standard direct debit dollar cost average accumulation app and let's do that. And we sort of started that space. Like we were the first Bitcoin only dollar cost averaging app in the world. And, you know, we went forth with that mission and, you know, we basically led an entire industry after us came Swan river, get bitter in, you know, uh, Europe, there was like, you know, relay now that there's all sorts of players now doing Bitcoin dollar cost averaging. And I've always been a person like, you know, how do we lead the market? How do we carve out new territory? And Last year, we, we kind of toyed with an idea called uh, Amber Black. So, so it, was a, it was a direction to kind of take the product in that would be novel and move away from just uh, exchange fees. And we built out like a no exchange fee premium version of Amber that instead of, so you can buy and sell as much Bitcoin as you want, but instead of paying fees, uh, you just pay a monthly subscription. So it's like a fixed fee, but you also get a bunch of... Um, a bunch of premium features like auto buy the dip, uh, you know, auto withdraw to your cold storage. Uh, we were going to build another feature in there called buy the shift. And so sort of, you know, we wanted to make like a premium and it was called Amber Black. Now, we didn't really roll that out very well for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, from a resources perspective, we didn't, you know, have enough capital to, to really like drive that product. So, so we built the sort of bare bones beta of it. And, you know, part of this raise will, you know, be associated with like really getting that off the ground as well. But, you know, we've got this sort of like two-tier accumulation product, which is really beautiful. It's slick. It's clean. It's neat. It is honestly the best app-based mobile experience for accumulating Bitcoin. And then the question was, all right, we want to do more than just accumulation. Like we've got all of these people, you know, 15,000 users now, and I think 50% of them roughly or 44%, whatever the number is, are like, you know, actively accumulating Bitcoin or have accumulated Bitcoin on Amber. It's like, what can we help these people do? And, you know, we were toying with a bunch of different ideas. We thought, you know, could we do some lightning stuff like strike or should we do a debit card like fold? Um, you know, can we do like a retail version of unchained capital? And, you know, it kind of hit me over time. Like as I was digging for like a differentiator and I was like, fuck, you know, the most important thing that Bitcoin represents today, like in its, in its uh, evolution as money is pristine property or, you know, or as Michael Saylor would say, like pristine collateral. You know, can we leverage that? And, and this is sort of where the idea of buy now, pay later hit me. I was like, you know, th this is a mechanism for developing credit relationships that sits outside of the dependency of MasterCard, Visa, traditional credit providers and all this sort of crap. So I started digging in that area. And honestly, like for me, the confluence of Bitcoin, emerging markets and buy now, pay later, and just generally like the emergence of credit markets or the, the reinvention of credit markets for me is like, they all kind of fused together in my mind and like this explosion of, holy fuck, I've got a light bulb moment. You know, I'm, I'm the reincarnation of Nikola Tesla. Like, you know, this sort of stuff hit me really hard. And this is sort of where the next genesis of, of the Amber app is. Like the, the way I try and explain it is Silk Road was the first killer app for Bitcoin because it proved that Bitcoin was uncensorable money. The next killer app for Bitcoin was exchanges and brokerage apps. Like, so, you know, whether it's Mt. Gox or Coinbase or Kraken or Binance, whatever, like the ability, like this was Bitcoin proving that it was a collectible worth being worth trading. Um, so, so, you know, that sort of took Bitcoin from 
Silk Road took Bitcoin from, you know, the, the dollar, you know, single digits to triple digits and, you know, maybe even quadruple digits. Uh, trading took Bitcoin from, you know, triple digits through to, you know, it'll probably take it through to, you know, six digits, you know, 500,000 or whatever. But the next killer app for Bitcoin is Bitcoin as pristine collateral. And that piece right there and the ability to build a consumer product that outcompetes the legacy providers, whether it's Afterpays or whether it's Affirms or whether it's like, you know, traditional credit providers, whoever they are, like with Bitcoin at the core of the engine, like, and you guys will see this in the deck, it's like, it's like a horse and cart competing with a fucking Bugatti. Like it's not, you know, it's, it's a race they can't win because we have pristine collateral whose property rights are protected by math, not by the promise of a bureaucrat. And this next genesis of Bitcoin as collateral, as private property that is globally accessible and decentralized and the capacity to borrow against that, I think is going to be the killer app for Bitcoin in its next evolution. And this decade, I think the kind of product we're building is going to be the most important product in the world. So, I mean, if you look at the most important the product, the most important Bitcoin products in the world over the last generation were the Coinbases and Krakens of the world, which are what, worth now 30, 50, $100 billion. So, you know, we want to do that in the credit market space. And there's a whole world out there that needs taken over. And, you know, we're, we're the kind of business that I think can, can move in that direction because we've stayed simple bitcoin only we're focused it's clean we've got a jump on it you know we understand multi-sig you know we've got all this foundation for it and now it's time to make it happen so anyway i don't know if that answered the question i went on a few tangents there but that's the genesis of amber and where we want to take this thing wow <clears throat> i love that i love that that pristine capital pristine capital um, all right. So let's talk about zero to one. Okay. First mm -hmm. off, that was fantastic. Um, and I'm 100% on board with you. Zero to one, you started in Australia. Okay. It was Australia mm -hmm. only. Mm -hmm. Where are you now in terms of expanding? You know, a lot of questions here are about the U.S. When does that mm -hmm. go live? What's mm -hmm. expected for the volume? But, you know, coming out of Australia, which I went through the app, actually all four syndicate leads went through the, the app. Uh, we all onboarded. It was completely smooth. Uh, it was a great experience and nobody had any negative feedback, period. Uh, it awesome. was great. It was great. Um, but when is that expected to go live and what states and where are you at with that? Cool. So the, so, so this is the accumulation piece, just to be clear, like the buy now, pay later piece, this, this raise that we're doing now will run a parallel team to, to build the merchant checkout button and all that stuff out. So the accumulation app itself. So the core business goes live in the U S fingers crossed next week. Uh, we will we will know in the next couple of days, um, but yeah, it should be next week. And that that it moves it in from a private beta into a public beta, so it still won't be fully live because it won't be it won't, won't have all the functionality. Uh, particularly, definitely not all the functionality that we have in Australia. Like the, the beauty in Australia is that we're not dependent on any third parties. Like we've built our entire stack, so we do 
uh, order management, order settlement, you know, custody, execution. Like we do the whole lot, treasury management, everything in Australia. We, we are the, uh, the registered entity. We, we do everything. So we don't have to share revenue. We don't have to be dependent on anyone. And as a result, we've got, you know, Apple Pay, Google Pay, credit card, debit card, um, pay ID, EFT, direct debit. We have like the whole suite of ways to fund the account. Like it's really rich experience for Australian users. The US one, uh, when it launches next week, it'll be ACH only. So there won't be any card facility to begin with. Um, the withdrawal feature won't be turned on to begin with, but that'll come very quickly straight after it. We just wanted to get the public beta out there in people's hands so they can start accumulating. Um, it'll be across 44 states. Now, I, off the top of my head, I know definitely New York's not included. Um, Hawaii is not included. Uh, Texas is not included. I think... Um, I think North Carolina or something is not included. Like there's a couple, there's like six or seven states that are not included. And that, that's a function of our launch in the US is predicated on our relationship with uh, Wire, W-Y-R-E.com uh, in San Francisco. So the boys over there. Um, and it, it's kind of like what Swan did with like sitting on top of Prime Trust. Like we're sitting on top of Wire to, to get access to the US and get access to all 44 states. We've got a small revenue share uh, deal with them, which is it's just quite a, good deal um i won't disclose the commercials here but that's something you know people can come to me privately for um and yeah so, so so that'll get us across into that'll land us in the us 44 states with initial functionality and we will then just go and grow that functionality so we've got a partnership with checkout.com which is uh the large well, one of the largest uh credit card debit card payment facilities in the world they provide our credit card for debit card facility in australia so we'll look to use them to provide that in the us as well um in you know in a really functional way then we'll probably intro uh wire transfers in the us um i'd like to do something with like zillow but i don't know like i'm still you know we still need to sort of understand the the big the the payment the fiat payment rails in the us because mind you the australian fiat payment rails are way better than the than the us so so that's why like the i think the the onboarding and dollar cost averaging experience in Australia will probably always be better than the US until you know their standard fiat rails are enhanced. So yeah, to, to answer the question, I mean, 44 states gives us like, I mean, it does include California, it does include Florida, it does include a lot of the large states. So that gives us, I mean, a 10 or 12x market to the US to Australia. You know, I, I know that there's a lot more competition as well uh, in the US with the swans and all that sort of stuff, but I do believe our app experience is just way better like i think rivers has a really nice experience but not a good app experience they've got a very good online desktop or web app experience so i think we kind of hit the ball out of the park with our app and i think we can you know really you know capture a bit of market share if anything like i would like to see us catch up to our australian user base uh i mean if possible like it would be a dream as a stretch goal to hit that by the end of the year but if anything, sort of early next year, if we can catch up to our Australian user base, that'd be a really nice, uh, I guess, doubling of our volume, doubling of our user base and everything, which would be a fantastic way to start. And while we're running that, like, you know, the, the core team maintains that, we're gonna add other cool features. We're gonna do, we wanna do an integration with Casa and with Trezor, so that way people have a one-click withdrawal to their wallet. So we're still gonna keep enriching that product you know we'll we'll enrich by uh, amber black and we'll really put some uh momentum into that and while that's happening simultaneously you know we'll build out the buy now pay later piece and we'll go and take over the world with that so 
amber black. Now, mm-hmm. for that uh, for that monthly fee, is that no fees on the accumulation or zero? Yeah, buy so and sell as much no as you fees. want. Go hard. Zero. Yeah. Okay. So 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 the, so the spin on it is basically you know fourteen dollars a month is one hundred and sixty eight dollars a year. So you know your accumulation of Bitcoin costs one hundred and sixty eight dollars. Then you go in and set up a bunch of automations like you know, buy me the dip every time it drops 2%, you know, buy me the dip every time it drops 5%. So you set up those automations, you know, then you set up your dollar cost averaging automation, buy me $10 every day or $50 every week or 500 bucks a month, whatever parameters you want to set. Then you set the other automation, auto withdraw to my cold storage every month. And then you set up some of the funny, the meme automations like uh, buy the shift. So every time Peter Schiff tweets about Bitcoin, buy me 50 bucks. So you kind of set up all these things um, and then you go away. So for $168 a year, this thing will buy you not only on DCA, but it'll buy you every dip. It'll buy you every meme. It'll withdraw it to your cold storage. You don't even have to think about it. That's your cost, $168 a year, no fees. It's all done. And, and I think that's that's a real model we want to lean into, particularly in the US, because that'll be a strong differentiator. There's nothing like that. Um, and I, I think that alone as an accumulation app is a killer app for that segment. And you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing you know, that go live across US, Australia and everything. Personally, I love what you said there about the uh, gamification uh, and making it fun with that. I mean, you look at the success of, of things like Fold and Lolly that, that add those sort of concepts. I mean, you just get people to open that app and participate. You make it fun. Mm-hmm. They're, they're buying Bitcoin. I mean, it couldn't be a better cause. Um, okay, so that's good to know and good to... Uh, established for a lot of people are asking about amber black and future plans and what's going on with that and the main thing to know is is no fees right mm-hmm. um, and the um, the f- accumulation fees are in the deck whatever it is the two percent um, very cool so we have two parts here right because the entire deck that everyone has here is all buy now pay later right and uh, if you know everyone is is really asking also about swan um, and it for good reason, right? I mean, you mentioned them uh, from when you started uh, and afterwards, and a lot of your competitive landscape, I mean, you just discussed right there. So this accumulation product in the US, while you are uh, building the buy now, pay later, do you foresee a big marketing push or rollout on the accumulation product here in the US? And how do you then get users is that a part of this yeah i think so so here's one thing i will mention is like you know me and Corey is super friendly i love Corey; he's a legend um you know what he's done with swan has been incredible um it, but as far as i know i think the the direction Corey's taking the product is like and and again this is as far as i know it's becoming more of like a white glove brokerage service, which is really catering for the upper end of the market, not so much the retail market. And again, that's a function of like, it's it's not really as retail friendly as our product. Like we're, we're really, I guess, you know, you could, you could say, and, you know, this is using Corey's words is, you know, Swan is a technology enabled brokerage. We are a techno- Bitcoin technology product that happens to have a brokerage feature, right? So, so it's a very different, angle of approach. So I don't think we, you know, we, we probably in the beginning had more overlap, but you know, we're in different countries, but now as our products mature, I think the overlap gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And I would love to do stuff with Corey long-term because I think, you know, both our brands cater to different marketplaces and, you know, we're both very good at different things. Like I'm more of a product technology guy 
and you know like a you know a bitcoin kind of like purist and writer and all that sort of stuff whereas Corey is like a marketing genius like so, so we're, we're, we're different in that sense but but to answer your question yes it is going to require a marketing push uh you know we're, we're going to do it like i mean i've got my own contacts with like people like pomp you know who's on the cap table um with Mark Moss, who's who's invested, um, and you know that's going to be a big part of our marketing push. You know, we're going to go after some of these uh, Bitcoin, you know, YouTube channels and influencers, and really sort of build out like a, you know, a, an influencer component to it. Um, I'm also going to then use my ability to get onto broader podcasting audiences because because I can really sell Bitcoin as a concept, and and I know the audiences that I can hit the most are audiences that are like libertarian audiences, conservative audiences, like Jordan Peterson type audiences and everything. So I'm going to sort of lean into that area because I think I can talk to them because every one of them kind of looks at the world around them and says, this fucking, it's a shit show and we need something, you know, people are looking for an outlet to feel like they're doing something good and right in the world. And honestly, like Bitcoin is that kind of an outlet, like everyone that finds Bitcoin you know, almost find salvation in some sense. Um, so, so we got that sort of, you know, the the already Bitcoin influencers. You know, the 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 peripheral that I think are primed for Bitcoin. You know, ready for the orange pill. Uh, but then we're also building out a um, kind of like an affiliate program for Amber, and that's going to be similar to Swan Force, but we're actually going to build it as a component inside the app, so that people can actually use Amber to generate an income by you know, really referring people, bringing people into the Amber ecosystem across the multiple products that we'll have. So whether it's Amber Basic, Amber Black, the Amber Buy Now Pay Later, um, you know, whether it's going to be you know, when we roll out a debit card or whatever. So we'll have multiple features that people can really build a side hustle business by becoming an affiliate of Amber. And I would much rather share our revenue with you know, advocates of Amber as opposed to sharing it with the assholes at Google and Facebook. So like, you know, that's sort of my goal there. And I think there's a, there's a really strong piece there for engaging the community. And I guess, you know, Swan proved it through Swan Force, but I think we can do it differently because like I said, we have multiple product lines and we can integrate it into the feel of the app. So it's going to be like earn sats, like you're an affiliate, you're a partner in Amber and you can build this thing. And I think you've got these three layers is people care about Bitcoin, they care about Bitcoin companies and they care about making some money to nominate in Bitcoin. So I think we can hit all three of those uh, with a really well-executed uh, affiliate program or a partners program um, inside Amber. And that's, that's, that's almost built. So I'm hoping that we can get that done in the next month or so and roll that out and, you know, really hit, you know, the, the, the general market, hit the influencers and hit the peripheral sort of, you know, audiences through other podcasts. And I think we'll do really well. I couldn't be happier about the lucrative affiliate program. Um, me personally, that's better than most marketing money that you can spend. I mean, doing oh, yeah. just that, whether it's, you know, in, you know, you keep it going. It's, you don't, it's not $5 and you're done. You know, mm -hmm. you make it so that guy wants to walk around all day uh, and mm -hmm. just do it. So I'm thrilled on that. Um, I can't wait till you get that live. And I'm sure a lot of people, especially, I mean, you look at these exchanges, you look at the fastest growers, look at a buy bit, you know, look at something like that. You go from zero to a hundred, you know, with the, with those affiliate programs that they um, 
put in place there. So that's great. So one thing just to be clear for everyone is, of course, this is a Bitcoin only company, right? Okay, Amber is just dealing with Bitcoin. There's no nonsense here. They have not sold a token. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's no token. On Absolutely the, on not. The map yeah, here. Never, 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 never. Okay, great. And that's awesome. So one thing uh, from uh, my buddy Nate here uh, mm -hmm. is what's up with Lightning? Um, is that on the roadmap? When is that coming? Is yeah, it coming? So well, how do you feel about it? Yeah, um, one of the hires we're going to make off the back of this uh, this um, raise is going to be like a, a dedicated Bitcoin engineer. So, so we want to do some stuff in that space, and and like part of what we want to do with Lightning is we want to enhance the utility of the app. We don't want to just blindly build Lightning stuff in the app just for the sake of saying that we're doing Lightning. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of people do that, and then they find like oh, yeah, we we built Lightning in the app, and you know. What 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 commercial value does it add? And I know, like I would um, I would echo you know Corey's sentiments because I know Swan gets a lot of uh, push to like do lightning stuff, do lightning stuff, blah blah blah. And, and you know I, I don't I don't think Corey's primary market you know with Swan really gives a fuck about that. You know what they're trying to do is like move from dollars into Bitcoin. And I mean you know lightning's not critical to doing that. But in saying that. Because again, we're a retail consumer app, and I think we can do some interesting integrations and stuff like that. For us, like I've got a little list here of stuff we want to do with Lightning. It's like we want to, you know, make, you know, the ability for withdrawals to be free. So you know, we could enable Lightning withdrawals. You know, that'll take a little bit of engineering time, but it's something we can do. Uh, faster deposits, for example. So when we do the buy now, pay later, and someone needs to deposit some Bitcoin so that they can execute a purchase, like it'll be amazing to just have a Lightning deposit and they just do it and it's instant and they check out and done. You know, you, you, you literally check out in 60 seconds. Um, I think there's some interesting stuff with the Twitter integration that we could do. Um, and if we build it out like a really easy light, Lightning wallet, um, you know, people will be able to, tip people so i think that's a really interesting uh, angle um i think you know you know things like opening channels where people can you know get sats delivered on a channel like i, I don't know there, there, there's some other things there which i'm not sure you know what where they will lead but yeah definitely like withdrawals deposits and you know this sort of twitter integration i think are interesting first steps um and i'd love to do some stuff there but again, it's just a matter of managing resources and leaning into what actually, you know, most of the users want. Because usually Lightning is a funny thing. It's like it's a, it's, you know, 2% of your users who are the 2% two, 2 that are the loudest. And, you know, they make the most fuss about it. And, you know, 98% of the other users don't even give a fuck. So it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it's a utility and a, and a managing of resources thing. And, but I, I think we can do it well. And I think we can do it in the right way that adds value to the users and enhances the utility of the product overall. Cool. Um, yeah, I definitely want to really get you in touch with Azteco because first you could just hit the withdrawal button and that would be done. And then you can get a developer and you can work after it. But that, that's what they're trying to do is get those integrations where it's just mm -hmm. an API for you. Somebody wants mm -hmm. to withdraw. Um, but we'll talk about that later, I hope. Um, okay, so let's do some housekeeping. Uh, 10 people on the team right now, right? Mm -hmm. 10 people on the team. 
well, 10, 10 and a half. We have one part-time person, but yeah, 10, 10 people, 10 and a half. We have, we have a half person. <laughs> okay. So what about the future of other services, right? To become more of a full stack Bitcoin wealth management platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that's a big idea and something that we've talked about, but as, as far as, you know, where, where else do you see this going big picture? Hmm. I mean, you know, you've got the accumulation and the, and the buy now, pay later. And like, you know, just, just, just even more broadly speaking than just buy now, pay later. It's just the idea of uh, Bitcoin as pristine collateral that unlocks credit markets. So let's say that. So accumulation and Bitcoin as collateral, those two feed into each other really nicely, but then sort of like rewards and rewards more broadly than just for spending, like rewards for behavior. So, so there's something I really want to do with Amber is that we want to help people set goals for their accumulation and their savings and then get rewarded in sats. So if like you set a goal that I want to accumulate, you know, this many sats over the next six months and you achieve that goal, I'd love to reward you from Amber with 50,000 sats or 100,000 100, sats because you achieved the fucking goal. And that's like a, that's an incentive to use the accumulation app more regularly. Right. Or, you know, we give out trophies or, you know, trophies with a side of sats. Like if you stack every single day and you don't miss a day, for example, or stack every single week and you have a, you know, you have a run. So I really want to look at rewards as a, as a component of the product that gamifies the product, but in, incentivizes better behavior and in my mind, better, better behavior is like accumulating Bitcoin. So whether you're spending dollars or accumulating Bitcoin, we want to reward you. So not just one or the other. So I think that's, that's some really cool shit that we'll be able to do. And that kind of starts to really build this ecosystem that people want to use Amber for everything. Um, you know, beyond that, I mean, I, I still don't know the ways in which Lightning is going to transform the world. I think that's a longer term play anyway. So I think we need to like really lean into the, the parts that we're, we're good at and be on the cutting edge of what's happening in Bitcoin so that we can talk to that cutting edge and lean into that as the opportunities present themselves. Because I mean, that this thing is moving so fast, man. Like no one really knows how Bitcoin's going to manifest in the next year, two, three, like that, that's, it's impossible to predict. And the best way to predict it is to be building the cutting edge where you're at and just have a view moving forward. Okay, so about about the buy now, pay later, you are going to be, you're going to first have Amber pay Mm -hmm. on Amber, right? You're going to be the first merchant with your own Mm -hmm. checkout process. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so can you just hypothetically walk walk me through that process? How does that look like? Like Amber pay is live. You're the first merchant. Can you just run through how that experience sketch it out cool so i've accumulated 50 million bitcoin sorry 50 million sats right so half a bitcoin you know which is worth 25 grand um and in my amber app i'll take that half a bitcoin and i'll say look i want to buy i want to buy dip at the moment for example right um but i my paycheck doesn't come for another couple weeks so i'm going to take a bit of bitcoin move it to my bitcoin collateralization account and that will instantly unlock fiat purchasing power straight away. And then I'll go into the app and I will select, you know, buy the dip or auto DCA or buy some Bitcoin. 
and I'll use that purchasing power to buy some more Bitcoin on the app. Now it'll be over collateralized. And then when my paycheck comes in in a month from now or whatever, I can just pay that off um, and I can buy enough, for example, to just pay it off over four paychecks as an example. So, so we want to, you know, it's, it's kind of like Bitcoin layaway, but it's Bitcoin collateralized layaway. Now the step two to that is if we can develop a, an intelligent risk model where we don't even need the, the Bitcoin collateral in there first so that people can buy some Bitcoin um, and then, you know, pay it off over time. So, so that, that's an even bigger opportunity where, you know, I want to buy 20 million sats. I don't have the money now, but I put it on a payment plan and I want to pay it off over six months. That comes with a higher risk because it's not pre-collateralized, but I think it can be done um, if we develop some, you know, interesting risk models there and, you know, uh, like a custody mechanism in which they get their Bitcoin once they finish paying off everything, of course. So, so, so that there's two parts to that. The first part we can get done very quickly. And then the second part is going to require a bit of risk stuff. But I think Bitcoin layaway is just a fucking awesome killer app. And that, that's a, just another value add that Amber can do, which I think other people just can't do, um, or it'll be difficult for them or whatever. And, and I think we can get a jump on the market for that. Okay. Bitcoin layaway is incredibly exciting. I mean, I got to tell you, I could not be happier. I, I, it's almost like it's crazy uh, to think of the opportunities there, to lock in the price, to mm -hmm. pay it over in installments, okay? Mm -hmm. You're going to figure out the custody, okay? Um, wow, man, that is a big idea. I love what you said about walking through the process, okay? Walking through the checkout, all right, pristine collateral. Okay, I love it. Um, I did get a couple of questions from the group on APRs uh, and typical buy now, pay later terms. And you had also mentioned uh, rewards or being able mm -hmm. to offer rewards. So can you talk a little bit on the monetization of, you know, a lot of times I know it's the merchant uh, and how that looks from, for a revenue stamp. Yeah, so, so I guess um, for me, I, I think the strategy of monetizing the merchant instead of the customer is the best for buy now, pay later, because then you're not, you're not burdening the customer. Like th there's, I guess your pitch to merchants is that, hey, we can bring you more customers. We can increase your ticket uh, size. Uh, we can increase the conversion at the point of checkout. Like they're, they're the three primary um, selling points and then we probably have a fourth selling point which we can go to a merchant and say hey we can unlock customers that wouldn't have shopped with you before because they don't want to sell their bitcoin and they would actually probably prefer to buy bitcoin and buy your product or service but with our service they'll be able to unlock uh, some of their purchasing power and go ahead and buy your trinket your good your service your product so so i think that's that's a compelling pitch for them and you know because we pay them directly you know they're probably already using Stripe or something like that, which is charging them 2.9% anyway. Um, so, you know, fast to charge them 4% as their checkout mechanism, you know, the marginal difference is not much, um, but it's a far more compelling sales channel than, you know, a credit card or debit card or Stripe, which they've also got the risk of bloody chargeback with. So, 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 so the, you know, the 4% to the merchant, I think is, is very, very, very compelling. Um, and I think there's industries that we can probably sell at a higher like rate, so like 6%. So there's that piece. Um, then to the customer, I mean, 
we're going to offer pain four as a standard, um, but then we'll also offer pain eight and pain 12. And I think this is where we can monetize the customers. Like a pain eight and a pain 12 might just come at a fee. Um, so if you want to extend the repayments, then just pay a fee. Um, and happy right, days. Maybe you have to be an amber uh, black member. Or an amber black member. Absolutely, exactly. So, you know, you, you upgrade your membership and you, you know, get, uh, let's say, for example, amber black gets a free upgrade to pain eight. So they don't pay any fees. So, so we can really start to, that, that sort of moves us into like the Amazon prime of, you know, the Bitcoin space, which, you know, I love that as an idea is like, we just get everyone on a freaking membership and, you know, off you go. So I think there's, there's lots of, lots of opportunity there. And then, you know, then, then the game is all about like flipping that capital multiple times with as many merchants and as many customers as possible, whilst we lower the cost of capital on the other side through whatever partner we're borrowing the dollars from. And that, that's really the game at that point. So just barreling through some of these questions here, you know, what about interest? What about interest in lending if people are, uh, you know, because you, you, people are having, let's say, half a Bitcoin, you said, um, in the app, uh, in its purchasing power, um, is, is that on the roadmap at all? I know it's a whole, it's a whole different deal, but I, was, I yeah. actually have a few other questions about credit lines and current debt and this whole thing as well. And I, I think it ties in. Yeah, I think to, to answer all of those questions basically in a bundle is definitely, I think there's like, I mean, that fits in with Bitcoin as pristine collateral and there's a whole credit market to disrupt there, right? Um, the only problem with that is it comes with its own host of challenges because of legacy financial credit restrictions and stuff like that. So we just need to do that intelligently and manage our resources when we're doing that. So I would love to have a card where, you know, someone just borrows dollars against their Bitcoin, loads a, a card and they go and spend the freaking card anywhere. And Robert's your father's brother, as we say in Australia, like Bob's your uncle, like, you know, you're done, you're set. Like, and then you just pay an interest rate on it or maybe we can kind of combine the buy now pay later model with that where you just have to pay it off in four installments i don't know like i think there's interesting ways we can approach this um but yeah that that's a it's a more capital intensive process so we you know it's a, it's a capital and time intensive process to do that and we just have to yeah do it intelligently that that's probably the best way i'll say it you know my favorite um my favorite idea of this is, is unlocking that purchasing power with the terms of buy now, paying later and having more flexibility. So, you know, is it geography? Does it, is it, I know you're, you're doing the affirm playbook, right? You're going mm -hmm. merchant by merchant. You're going for the big players first. Yeah. Merchant vertical. Yeah. So is, is there any geographic limitations here? I actually have a question or two about, yeah, there, there will be, I'm sure. Where does it, where um, does it start? Country, country-wise, where does it start? Yeah, look, it's, it's a mess, man. So, so we're still getting some more legal advice now, but like, for example, Australia, there's a really good precedent with Afterpay. Is Afterpay is not considered a, you know, a consumer credit product uh, because they don't do any credit checks. They don't charge the customer any interest um, and they pay the merchant directly. So, you know, Australia is like a, you know, a really good playground for this. Um, Australia's, uh, sorry, the US is a little bit more complex, um, you know, and, you know, people have approached the US market in many different ways. Like some of them have gone like a firm and got the credit licenses. Um, I, I believe Afterpay also has some credit licenses, um, but there's other products and services out there that don't have a credit license and they just kind of structure it where they purchase 
the product or service from the merchant and then they on-sell it to the customer, but they give the customer an installment plan. Um, so it's not credit, it's like some sort of version. So, so there's all this sort of ways. And then, you know, I mean, there's an entire blue ocean out there with all the emerging markets that are, don't even have any form of buy now, pay later or credit markets or anything. So, so that's where the real opportunity is. So for us, I think what we need to do is, you know, the, the, there's a whole world out there um, and we need to go and hit the markets that are the best for us to approach that, you know, take the least regulatory burden um, or if there is regulatory burden, that are clear and precise. So we just like, yep, this guy's done this. So we'll do the same thing, boom, bang, and we're in. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, I think a lot of companies take like so long to do shit because they try and do it the hardest way. Like I think for us is we're a Bitcoin company. We want to be global. We want to, you know, lean into the fact that Bitcoin is a globally accessible private property. Um, so how do we do that? Well, hey, there's a whole world out there. Let's be very strategic about the pieces that we carve out. And yeah, that's the way we, we do this. Great. All right, so let's talk about where you're source, sourcing your Bitcoin and how do you determine the market price? Like, where are you, where uh, are you pulling that from? I mean, where, do, where are you sourcing your Bitcoin from? Yeah, from our, one place or is it? Yeah, our major partner is B2C2. So, I mean, we, we've been sort of hit by a bunch of people that want to be partners and, you know, you know, be a liquidity partner, but B2C2 is for us so far been the best, best pricing, best technology stack. We get a good credit line out of them. So yeah, that's B2C2 is like main. We are integrated with Binance. We've got, I don't know if the boys ever built the Kraken integration. Um, we're integrated with Independent Reserve in Australia. We're integrated with wire, obviously, but yeah, BTC2 provides the best pricing, instant settlement. Like it's, you know, their, their, their uptime is fantastic. So yeah, it's a, that's the answer. That's for the, the sales as well. That's the price that you're pulling. Yeah. Yeah. So buy, buys and sells, it's all through them. Credit lines and debt. Just real quick, in a nutshell, um, is a portion of th this raise, is anything going to be secured for debt? Uh, yeah, I don't want to really use, like I want to use the equity to grow the business and then we can get debt elsewhere at a percentage interest rate. So I'm speaking with Unchained Capital about you know doing a credit line with them because I mean, what do they give credit lines against? Bitcoin. Um, but I'm also speaking to a couple of banks. So I've got an intro to Vast Bank, to Bank Prov. Um, I'm having a chat with Bank Prov actually next week about, you know, drawing a credit line against them because we'll get it a lot cheaper. We also, like, if anyone is interested, you know, there's an opportunity, like I'm happy our business to pay out people who want, who are sitting on a bunch of fiat that want to lock it up with us, you know, on a term deposit basically, and we'll pay you an interest rate much higher than what you're going to get anywhere else. Like we're going to pay 7.5% for under 500 grand and eight and a half percent for anything over 500 grand for leaving dollars with us that are literally no risk because they're going to be 200% collateralized with Bitcoin. Like it's a, it's a, it's a no brainer. So we're going to open that up for, you know, accredited investors and all that sort of stuff. People who are sitting on a bunch of cash to, to deposit with us. And then the game will be about like, how do we continue to shop around and get that rate lower and lower and lower, you know, go from 8% to six, 7% to six, five, four, and as low, as low as we can go. Very cool. Um, raising debt directly 
um, is a hot trend right now or not. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hope I can, I hope I can help you secure Absolutely. that and, and do that. Okay. So everything else is in this memo here, high level KPIs overview, um, real quick. I just have to throw it out there. I think, I think we're about good on the questions. We can chat real quick about, um, the previous and co-investors in this round. Uh, we can just chat on that real quick, but listen for the buy now pay later i know that you're going after the merchants you're going after the button okay someone like myself i i'm dying to have that bitcoin checkbook okay i'm just telling you just as an idea that lock it up here it's a revolving line of credit it changes with the market okay and then have the checkbook in hand have the card in hand and you can call it buy now, pay later, or flexible payment options, or rates that aren't usury, like mm -hmm, some of the competitors mm -hmm. out there who kind of will loan. Uh, and I'm just throwing it out there because I sold two Bitcoins to buy a car once, and Bitcoin mm -hmm. was 7,500, and I mean, it still haunts me to this day, you know, mm -hmm. and to have been able to lock up Bitcoin and be at that dealership and use a service like Amber. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, we've had this conversation at the last two conferences we were at together. I, I can't stop I talking about it though. This is it, man. So one more time for the record and I won't bother you with it again. <laughs> it's it's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. Do you know what? Help me raise $30 million on the series A in six months. And I will fucking give you that. Well, we're working on 250. If we can fill this syndicate. Um, okay. All good. So, so I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Um, Co-investors in this round on the same terms. I don't know if anything's changed in the past two days. I mean, you're out there every yeah. minute. You're doing like these calls off, all day. Yeah, off the top of my head, Fundamental Labs, um, they they signed a big check for 500K. There's um, there's Mark Moss. There's a couple of our existing investors like Brad Mills and um, Nathan Montone's already on a cap table as well. So he's chucking another 100. There's... Uh, yeah, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Um, you know, th Oleg there's obviously the Bank Fulger, to the Future right? piece. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting on Oleg and Fulgur to tell me an amount. So, you but know, previously, they, they're, they're oh yes, yeah, yes, they already invested back in 2019, so they got themselves a sweet deal. Um, you know, Pomp and Morgan Creek are in. As I said, they they invested in 2020, so they got a slightly better val. Um, they're I think on an eight and a half cap. So yeah, man, we've got, we've got a good cap table. We've got good people. Um, we've got got a great team you know we've got you guys coming on board now we've got a good sort of bunch of investors coming on in this round and yeah man like you know you 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 were like super fast you jumped on this motherfucker really quickly and you know you carved out a piece for lightning ventures at the better valuation which got chopped up let's say which got eaten up super quickly um you know and we're already at the high valuation you know about to close that out as well with bank to the future and a couple other people so it's um it's a good time to be a Bitcoin product, it's a good time to be building what we're building. You know, people, everyone that I speak to about this, the light bulb, they have the light bulb it's moment. Globally. So and that's, yeah, um, man, I that's my intent. I'm going to go hard at that. I think I can really push this and I think we've got the team to execute, man. All right. Very cool. Well, thank you, Alex Betsky. Uh, Thank you, Muzz. for answering these questions and chatting. And I know we didn't go through the deck and blah, 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 but we do things a little different here. Hell yeah. Ventures. 
But um, thanks, man. I'll get this out tomorrow. I appreciate it. For sure, brother. All right, peace.